now. Hey guys, we are super excited that you are joining us once again on this amazing day. Natty and I was just talking about how good it feels to wake up in a super happy place today. So yeah, this week is off to a great start and we're excited about that. So anyway, what are we talking about today? You said you wanted to do something a little bit on the lighter side today, something a little fun. Like Natty said, um, for the last few weeks, we have been talking about, you know, some fairly heavy topics. So today we want to do something just a little bit lighter. And so we thought we could play a little game and I call this game, I just kind of made this up y'all. So like it a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) I am calling it 14 Reasons Why. And in that 14 Reasons Why, Natty and I are going to talk about 14 things that we love about being a strong Black woman or a Black woman if you don't necessarily prefer the word strong. So, but here's the kicker. We are going to use labels and comments of sort that people have said to us in the past or that society has labeled us as and try to put a positive spin on that negative thing. I hope I explained that. Did it make sense to you, Natty? I think so. Cool. (laughs) Okay. So here goes nothing. All right. I have. Here we go. I've, I've, I've cut some of them up and put them in a cup. So I'm going to shake it up a little bit and I'm going to pull a label or a comment out. And for that label or comment, Natty and I are going to try to put a positive spin on it. And I'm going to let Natty go first. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. Put me on the spot. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. I can do it. Because <laughs> <laughs> honestly, I'm a little nervous about it. I'm a little nervous <laughs> about whether or not I can put a positive spin on it because I, even though I, created these I did not you know rehearse them or anything like that so here goes the first one oh this is a good one it says I don't usually date black women but oh god (laughs) (laughs) oh lord that's a good one and so we have to put yeah, a, like a positive spin turn on it, it to a, and turn it into a positive spin. So this is going to be our first of fourteen reasons why we're we're happy. yes, okay. the first of fourteen. Cool. Reasons. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know what? I feel like a lot of times, you know, with stuff like that, I feel like there's a lot of fear involved when your life or your decisions or you know who you're choosing the date or whatever is dictated by unfounded or ridiculous or irrational fears, you can tend to end up really projecting all of that onto the people around And so I am actually glad that whatever dudes out there that would have said something like that about me, I'm actually glad I never encountered them. Because if I had ever gotten to know them, even in a platonic way, they could have been potentially toxic friends because they probably, I probably would have been on the receiving end of all kinds of um, maybe microaggressions or um, at best and maybe other things at worst. And they might not have been true friends. They might, I mean, they might've been using me to be the, you know, the one token, Hey, I'm not racist. Look, here's my black friend, that kind of thing. So I'm actually, <laughs> if that's really how you feel, and you want to walk through your life holding on to that kind of fear and holding on to those kinds of irrational beliefs about other human beings, I'm glad you're not in my circle. Like, so I'm too fabulous for you anyway, honestly. Like, I, like you wouldn't, it, it just wouldn't even work out because I'm certainly not 
going to diminish or shrink who I am just to make you comfortable. And I'm certainly not going to be playing some kind of role like, uh, like, oh, you know, sometimes you run into people that are like, oh, well, you just don't, you, you know, you're my, you're my friend. And you're, you're like, I've, I've had comments like this. You're like, you're the whitest black person I know. Stuff like that. And I'm oh, like, yes. What a yes. BS is this? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, we, we move through a lot of our life code switching, right? And so since I'm not doing that for the benefit of, um, of whiteness anymore, I, it's like, I, I wouldn't, you'd probably be uncomfortable around me most of the time anyway. So we're good. We're good. So I'm going to, I'm just going to sum that up in a little sentence. I like being a strong black woman because I'm not for everybody. Hey, you know what? There you go. I love how you were able to convince that into one sentence. I'm really not for everybody. I'm anyway, not for so everybody. Really okay. Exactly. I love that. Exactly. Yeah, you see, I did that. I did that. <laughs> I love that. Okay, so let's try another one. Now, this is going to be yours. Yes, this is going to be mine. Let's see what it said. I'll try to sum yours up in a sentence, too. I'll try. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, y'all see how we're making this up as we go? <laughs> right. <laughs> so this one says, all right, why are you so emotional? So I'm assuming this would be like um, somebody's trying to dismiss me and mm-hmm. and and maybe, you know, I'm acting a little air quotes emotional and they're saying, okay, I get it. Why are you so emotional? Whew, how can I turn that into something? Oh, oh my gosh. Let's just say because I'm emotional because the issue that I'm talking about is very important to me. And I don't really think I'm being emotional. I think that I am just passionate about my response. How about that? Hey, that's really good. That's really good. Yeah. And so, I mean, if I were to whittle that, I mean, you, you, you made it yours really short and sweet. So, but <laughs> if I were going to sum it up for someone like we were playing telephone in addition to playing this game and I had to tell someone else what you said, I think I would sum it up as I am proud of being a strong black woman because I don't hold in what I, I don't hold in how I feel. I don't try and dim the passion that I. Mm-hmm. I like don't try and dim the passion. I love that. I love that. All right, moving right along. Let's go. Shaking up the cup. I still got. Oh, Nana, you getting all the ones about dating? What's up with that? Oh God. Oh, God no. <laughs> this one says, "I didn't want to date you at first because you seem angry." <laughs> Oh, wow. Or let's not even do dating. How about we just say, um, I was afraid to talk to you at first because you seem angry. Because you seem angry. (laughs) I love that. I really just, oh, wow. I feel like a lot of people don't know what um, actual anger looks like because they're always saying, you know, hey, you look angry or you seem angry. I'm like, dude, I'm just being quiet. I'm just minding my own business. Like, I really am okay. I'm chilling over here and nothing has happened today to make me mad. But it's just, it's just really funny. Like, it, don't you think that's funny? That's, I think that's it funny. is funny that, that people <laughs> automatically label you angry because maybe you're in your own little world or you're preoccupied with something or you're not reacting in a way they think you, they think you should react, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So to make it more succinct the way like you made yours, I think what I will say to that is, I don't feel a need anymore to put on any kind of face for anybody else's comfort. If I'm chilling somewhere, I really am just chilling. Like I might be preoccupied with something or whatever, but if I'm re- if I'm out in public because I chose to go out in public and I'm at the bookstore or at the store or 
wherever. And I just, I'm not smiling or whatever, but I'm just minding my own business. Just let me be, just let me mind my own business. And it doesn't mean that you have to make up a story in your head about me, especially if you're a stranger. Why make up stories in your head about people you don't know? And if you feel that strongly about approaching me, why not just go ahead and be an adult and not be afraid and say hi or whatever? Um, otherwise, you don't, you, you like, even if someone would, would say something like that, I, I feel like it, it would be like a half truth. It's like, if you really wanted to speak to me, you probably just would have spoken to me and not been like, oh, well, they seem, they seem this way or they seem that way. It's nothing. Like I've done it before. I've gone up to people. I, I've literally looked at someone and just smiled at them and said, hi, or, you know, or whatever. And they look like maybe they weren't having the best day. And then they open their mouth and they're like, hi, you know, and it's like, oh, hey, it's cool. So if you really feel that strong about it, you really would, you really can still just open your mouth and say something. But if you're not going to do that, then that's actually not my problem. And it's not because I have whatever look on my face that you deem not correct. So yeah, I'm, I'm just not wearing any, I'm just not wearing any masks for anybody anymore. <laughs> Be me, do me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's sum that one up. Okay. I like being a strong black woman because I am comfortable being whoever I am at any given moment, even if it makes you uncomfortable. Yes, that's perfect. That is perfect. Yes. You, and that's really what I was thinking too. Like, I'm, I'm glad you, I'm glad you said that because we're on the same wavelength. Yes, that's it. Are you keeping track of these? I think we've done four. Yes, I am keeping track of it. Okay, so let's cool. see what we got. Because cool. we'll, we'll be sitting here. We'll be done. We had like 52 reasons why. Exactly. It was supposed to be 14. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the next one says, you're not like the rest of them. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. You're not like the rest of them. Ooh-wee. I'm glad you got that one and not me. <laughs> I'll take all the dating ones. <laughs> all right, let's see. You are not like the rest of them. So I'm assuming this would be in a situation where somebody's saying I'm not like the rest of, I guess, the Black girls who have been labeled these stereotypical things. So I am going to go with, you're absolutely right, because I am, let's just take a scripture from the Bible, fearlessly and wonderfully made. And okay. I made me, you didn't make me like other people. Although, all right. <laughs> yeah, I am unique. I am different. I'm not like anybody else that walks on the face of this earth. Oh my gosh, this one is hard. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Because that's this a loaded statement, too. That is, that is a These loaded. are all loaded statements. <laughs> yeah. um, oh my gosh, Natty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like This one is a bit challenging. Let's see. This is a lighthearted game, but we kind of have to go deep. To, to yeah, you, yeah, you do have to go kind of deep to dress some of this. I'm stuck on this one, Eddie. You got to help me out. <laughs> well, I, I really like what you what you said at first. And when, before you even started talking about it, I was just thinking, you're right. I'm not like others. Actually, and those others that you're, those others, quote, unquote, that you speak of, they're not like anybody else either. We are, I mean, throughout the diaspora that we are all shades, we're all sizes, we're all everything. And that also means we're all temperaments. We're all kind of different personalities and we are not a monolith. And I think that's a problem that a lot of people have. They have wanted to see us as this monolith forever. Mm-hmm. We're all mm-hmm. different. So yeah, you're absolutely right. I'm not like anybody else. And those others that you speak of, 
they're all they're also each unique as well. And it, it and you'd be you'd be really wise to to start to recognize that. Okay. So let me see if I can sum that up. You're gonna sum yours up for yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna sum up what we what we both said and see if I can mm-hmm. do it. Okay, so let's see. I like being a strong black woman because I own the fact that I am beautifully flawed, beautifully imperfect, and beautifully vulnerable. Oh, that's so nice. How about that? That's really lovely. Okay, yeah. girl. Yeah. So eloquent. Ooh. <laughs> poetic. Well, thank you, darling. Thank you. <laughs> that's a lot coming from the poet herself. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Let's see. This one says, oh, you're not independent enough. What? Yes. I'm sorry. Come again? You are not independent enough. What the heck does that even mean? Um, um, I'm not. Oh, okay. You know how sometimes people people say you're too independent, but then you'll get somebody on the other side that says you're not independent enough. So it's like you're darned if you do. You're doing. You're darned if you don't. Yes. Oh dear. Um. Well. Okay. That's interesting to say the least. Um. Well, I guess what I would say to that is. You, it's not that I'm not independent enough. It's that I've grown enough as a person to realize that I'm not alone on this planet. I can't do things, everything alone on this planet. And I actually need other people. And I'm at a point where I'm not afraid or ashamed to ask for help when I need it. And that is a sign of maturity, not a sign of not being independent enough. No man is an island. Do you know that really is true? Like, that really, really is, is true. It really is no true. No person, no woman, <laughs> no black woman is an island. Like we're not meant to just walk um, as a singularity through our life without mm-hmm. anyone else's support. And I know it, that's it's a fine line because sometimes we feel like we've got to be strong for ourselves and really just support ourselves. You know, you know, the song by Beyonce comes to mind. Me, myself, and I. That's all I got in the end, all of that. And I've definitely felt that way many, 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 many times. But the truth of the matter is um, there are times when I do know that whatever I'm dealing with, I can't deal with on my own. And I have to be, I have to be strong enough, like we said before, to actually speak up and say so. And so the fact that I can do that now, that just, again, it's a sign of maturity. It's not a sign of, hey, you, you lack independence. I love that. So I love being a strong black woman because I am mature enough to recognize that I cannot live, move, and breathe in this world without other people. And I am bold enough, brave enough, courageous enough to ask for help when I need it. Okay. There you go. Yeah. You're so good at these whole like to sum up things like you're very good at that well thank you darling darling. (laughs) yeah that's really good (laughs) all right moving right along let's see what we got next this one says not feminine enough oh god god first of all let me just go on record as saying that i am all first of all (laughs) yes i am all of that but i'm gonna take this one as a man saying a woman doesn't need help and I think ah, we, I so think, it's kind of like related to the one we just did. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. we kind of just just did that one, and that you know I am okay with saying, even though I'm okay with saying that 
even though I'm okay with asking for help when I need it, I also I am also secure enough in myself to know that I am capable of doing things on my own. And if yes. there's an opportunity opportunity for me to do that, rather than me immediately reaching out for help, then I'm okay with saying, okay, Cheryl, you can do this on your own or something like that. Yes. Okay. So to, to, to uh, my attempt to sum up what you said, because okay. clearly you're better at the summing up business than I am, Stop it. but here's my attempt at what you just said. Um, I love being a strong black woman because I understand that I'm capable by myself. I am, um, I'm able by myself. I can do and be what I need to do and be by myself. And me not needing you to assist me doesn't make me not feminine. Me knowing what my abilities and capabilities are and being proud of that and walking in that, that makes me plenty feminine enough. Yes, 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 yes. I love it. Yes. (laughs) This is a really good game that you came up with. Look at that. that. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm glad God gave it to me in the middle of the night. <laughs> well, yeah. Cause it, I mean, these are, like you said, these are all like things that are meant to be negative or even if someone would say, well, that wasn't my intention. Oh, it wasn't my intention. I didn't mean it like that. Oh. It's still a very, like you said, it's, it's a very loaded stuff. Absolutely. And it can be, it can be a microaggression even. And so it's hard to look at those things and try and spin them. But since that's what we're about right now, we're about shifting the narrative of what the strong black woman is. It's great that we're practicing. Things. So yeah, good on you, girl. Okay. Okay, Jesus, I see you. See <laughs> All right. The next one says you're pretty for a black girl. Oh, gee. okay. So that one is mine, isn't it? Oh my gosh. So yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah, I have been told that a few times in my life, even when I was, I mean, it all happened. These, all these different times were when I was much younger. I think the last time it happened, I was in college or something. And even though back then, I really, of course, you don't know half the stuff that you know later on in life. I didn't understand a lot of stuff. But even back then, it was very, it was just kind of like, Yo, what? <laughs> like, what do you, I'm pretty, oh, yeah, as black, you know, black girls, they aren't usually pretty, but wow, you really are. Wow, great, thanks. Yeah, like, that's not a compliment. That's just, uh, woo-wee, so how am I going to put a positive spin on that? Yikes. Um, okay, I guess what I would say to that is, um, I didn't know it then, but I do know it now, um, and it's, not any fault of like my parents or anything because my father, especially he really did do what he could or should or whatever to instill this in me. I just didn't. But um, what I know now that I didn't know then is that uh, I always was beautiful period. I was beautiful because I look the way I look. I'm, I'm beautiful because this is how I was created to look and there's absolutely nothing ugly about it. And me having the skin that I have and the complexion that I have, honestly, I, I see it. It's, it's just a bonus. The, the features that I have, there have been a lot of times where people have said you know, negative things about it. I'm like, yeah, my nose is big. Um, yeah, my lips are big. Oh, yeah, my skin is dark. Yeah, all this kind of stuff. 
And I'm thinking to myself now, I'm like, wow, look at all the money I never had to spend getting spray tans. Look at all the money I never had to spend getting lip injections or butt injections. It's like all the stuff that we were told was ugly about us is now, I guess, trending or whatever. And it's like, so this was always beautiful, actually. It really was. Like, you try to make us like be in this constant perpetual state of belief that it wasn't, but it always was. So yeah, um, I think your, your, your heart, your spirit is, is ugly if that's what you got to say to somebody. And yeah, I'm really grateful that now I recognize that everything that people in society tried to tell me was ugly about me was always beautiful and that everybody always knew it. Even when I didn't know it, everybody else always knew it. But now the kicker is now I also know. So let's find out. I don't know if I even answered that. You did. And I'm going to, I'm going to sum it up with something that I have written, written on a website. And I'm just going to say, what were we saying? I love being a strong black woman because I am all the things, a beautiful climax of culture, class, history, and value. Ooh, look at you with all these poetic, like, things. All the poetic I know, right? things. Jesus did all you of that. You did that, girl. You did that. <laughs> and the reason, why, <laughs> the reason I say a beautiful climax of culture, class, and history, because all of those things that you name, your nose, your lips, your skin, all that stuff, is a part of our culture. And there is beauty in our culture. It's a part of our history. And there's beauty in all of that. So I am pretty, not because, not for a Black woman. I am pretty because I am I'm just pretty. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful climax like, of culture, class, history. And yeah, just period. Like, I just look yeah. at period. I'm just pretty because. <laughs> now, I'm just pretty. I'm just pretty because. There you go. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we are on number... This is number eight. Oh, okay. Let's see. Yeah, because I, st- I, I lost count, actually. <laughs> Gosh. Okay, so this one says, not vulnerable. Oh, well, here we go. We've been talking about this for a solid oh month. So God. there you go, Shirley. Not I know, right? Not vulnerable. <laughs> and I will, I will honestly say that I have been guilty of that in the past. So how can I turn this not vulnerable into something positive? Okay, so I'll say this. Black women are not vulnerable because it is true that black women are that some black women historically have not been vulnerable, vulnerable because we weren't or we didn't feel like we had permission to be that. And also because we for so long have been carrying the strength of our families on our backs, even when we were. Even like I know for me, even when I was married, I still kind of carry the household, you know, as far as um, when it comes to not like emotional stuff, I still kind of carry the family. So I think historically, like women are not vulnerable, but I think that we are now learning that it's okay to be vulnerable and that we don't have to carry the weight of our families and the weight of the world on our shoulders, that it's okay to ask for help. So historically, yes, I have not been vulnerable, but now I am growing into and embracing my vulnerability. Oh yeah. I love that. I love that. So how do, how would I sum that up? I guess I would say, um, I love being a strong black woman because I have learned 
and I'm still learning what being strong really means. And part of it is uh, it's okay for me not to carry everyone's weight. Absolutely. All right. On to number nine. Let's do this. All right, Natty, this one is for you. Okay. What does this one say? Oh, Natty, you are just way too strong. <laughs> right. Yeah. I've gotten that one too. Wow. If I had a dollar for every time people said this crap to me, yeah, I, we could go out to dinner, a nice dinner. Uh-huh. And I probably would still have some money left over. Like, cause yo, like, it's like, wow, it's like a script book. Like there's a book that they open up. And it's like, Hey, this is you. Um, okay. So too strong. Well, that kind of, it's kind of connected to the one that you just had about not being vulnerable. And I will say, just like you said in the past. Um, yeah, I'll admit to that. The way that, the way that I'm taking that to mean, um, like you're, you're too, you're too much. You're too, um, you're too loud. You're too confrontational. You're too argumentative. All of those. And, and yeah, that's what I hear when I hear the whole, oh, you're too strong. So, and yeah, and I've been, I've been told all those things at different times in my life. I'm reminded about what you said on one of your earlier ones. I'm just really passionate about what I'm really passionate about. There are certain things that I'm very passionate about. I don't, I'm not someone, I used to love arguing. <laughs> I don't anymore because I don't like spending my energy on that. But if it's something that has anything to do with a justice issue, if it's something that has to do with any kind of oppressive issue, or if it has something to do with some kind of harm being done to someone, yeah, I will argue about that. I'll argue, argue, or I will argue about that gladly, even now, in a time when I don't like arguing because it's just I don't have the energy or the bandwidth anymore for it but I will certainly do that now and if that means that hey I'm being too argumentative for you because I'm actually very good at arguing I almost became a lawyer um, because I loved arguing so much that's actually why I went to school I thought I was gonna become a, a trial lawyer eventually and then I end up becoming a musician fancy that but yeah I i I feel like the skill at that is very strong and I don't like people coming at me with um, illogical arguments or fallacies or anything like that. And I'm very quick to point that kind of stuff out. And so, yeah, I've been told, yeah, uh, yeah, you're way too argumentative. Um, I used to be very confrontational. I'm not anymore. I actually can't stand confrontation now. Doesn't mean I won't engage in it, but again, it's, it's a, it's about my energy and how how valuable it is to me now and how much I really want to preserve it. So I think this positive spin on, on being too strong is that, like you said, I'm, I'm still passionate about all the things that I feel um, very strongly about things where I am being harmed or someone, um, or I see other people being harmed, especially someone um, who is marginalized in some way. I, I get very passionate about, um, systems, oppressive systems that we live under, because we do. And that's not ever going to change until those things change. I'm always going to be passionate about that. And if you feel a way about that, you can keep feeling have a way you need to feel about it. But that that isn't too strong. That's honestly just the right kind of strong. Maybe not even strong enough. Maybe I do need to be a little bit louder when it comes to some things. And that's really, you know, like if you, you know, I, I could, I could start being louder. I could start being more confrontational about some of these things. Maybe that is the kind of energy that, that we need 
right now to actually see things change. Um, but yeah, that's not something I'm going to apologize for. If it, if if you, like I said, if you feel a way about it, go ahead and feel a way about it. That's not, that's not my problem. Yep. Okay. So you said a lot and I was, I was listening to all of it. I know because I'm so mouthy. Oh my God. <laughs> no, I was not saying that. No, I, I say that about myself sometimes. Oh. I, if you give me an inch, sometimes I will take a mile. I was thinking about how I was going to sum it up though. So I'm going to say, because we are shades of strong. I love being a strong black woman because my strong comes in many shades. I am brilliantly vocal against unfairness and injustices, even in a world that seeks to silence me. Okay. See, I could have just said that, but no, <laughs> I didn't know how to say all that. I had to go around the bend and through the tunnels. And here you come with this perfectly sum- summarized nugget of wisdom. Thank you, Shirley. That's what this game is all about. <laughs> all right. Moving on to number 10. And this one is mine. Let's see what it says. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. This one says, oh, my gosh. I don't need a man. Ah, because I don't. <laughs> I don't need no man. <laughs> Because I, I'm what are we supposed to say? Because like you don't though. I don't. <laughs> right. Like what? I okay. So <laughs> this reminds me of a time when when um when I first found out that that my daughter was being molested and we went through all that thing. So I took on this whole tagline for myself and and I and it was I don't need a man to be I am. And so people as years went by, my children were. Matter of fact, one of my my daughter's friends came to me and said, can your mama teach me how to be I am? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I and love so, it. It, you know, in that moment, you know, when all that stuff was going on, I was like, I don't need a man. But as you know, the years went on and I got the healing that I needed. I wasn't saying that I don't need a man per se. But what I was saying was that I don't need a man to validate me. I don't need a man to make me feel to make me feel worthy. I don't need a man to whatever. I am who I am because of who I am. And I don't need a man to come in and say, Shirley, you're great. Or Shirley, you're worthy of love. I don't need a man to validate me because I am who I am, you know, and I'm secure in who I am. So that's what I was saying. I wasn't saying I don't need a man. I was saying, I don't need a man. I am. I don't need a man because I am who I am without him. I don't need him to air quotes complete. I am who I am. So that's yeah. my to that. That's so good. Yeah. So to summarize, yeah, I'm just going to kind of repeat a little bit of what you said. I, I love being a strong black woman because I understand that I am whole and complete all by myself. Yes. Girl. Yes. There you go. Yes. That is it. Yes. I love that. All right. Number 11. This one says, what does this one say? Oh my gosh, Nelly! Intolerable. You <laughs> <laughs> <Ew>, God. <laughs> Intolerable. What in tarnation? Okay. Well, I mean, I'm sitting over here shrugging. Like, I mean, like what though? Like, what you? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Like, oh, I don't need a man. It's like, what you want me to say? <laughs> um, <laughs> intolerable. That I would say, the, the, me putting a positive spin on that is um, 
it's kind of related to the whole too strong. It's like, wow, look at me. I'm so amazing and so brilliant and so incredible. People don't even know what to do with it. And they're so afraid of it that they want to label it intolerable because I am just like bursting at the seams with brilliance and gold and beauty and joy and, and peace. And they don't know how to deal with that. That makes them very uncomfortable. And anything that's uncomfortable to them is intolerable. So wah, wah, you know, sorry, not sorry. I'm just going to keep on being, you know, doing, being me and doing what I do. I'm going to do me. And yeah, I have no apologies for that. Okay. I like that. So let's sum that one up. I love being a strong black woman because I refuse to be squeezed into a box to make you comfortable with who I am. How's that? Girl, that is so perfect. Cause do you know what? I'm, I'm participating in something called the 100 day project now. Mm -hmm. This is my fifth year doing it. And every single year I write poetry. And yesterday I wrote a poem all about being done trying to fit in anybody's. Look at God. Okay. <laughs> Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Won't he do it? I love it. Like this was just what we needed to talk about. Yes. Because synergy. Exactly. <laughs> like, all right. Oh, number 12 is confrontational. Oh my gosh. I'm sitting over here shrugging again. Like, what you want though? (laughs) Am I that girl? Let's see. Confrontational. I mean, I let me just say, I just I don't usually back down from confrontation, especially when it comes to speaking up against things that I feel are unfair or unjust. Mm -hmm. So Yep, you and me both. I'm I'm all about this this confrontation game. So I'm not really sure how I can turn this into a positive spin. But let's it's so funny because some of these it's like, well, hey, I resemble that on the band. I am she, she is me. <laughs> I am she and she is me. <laughs> let's see, confrontational. Let's see. How can I put a positive spin on that? So here's the deal. I hate to see people especially my people being treated unfairly. So I am not afraid to confront that issue head on. That's all I got, y'all. Okay. That's (laughs) That's that's all I got. (laughs) It's like, to sum up, it's like, when the need arises, oh, yes, I am confrontational. Exactly, because I am. (laughs) Because I am, like, I am all for... I mean, I'm not afraid to confront an issue. If like if somebody's being treated unfairly, I'm perfectly okay with speaking up against that. And I will not apologize for that. I'm not going to apologize for that. Now, I'm very careful in my tone when confronting the issue, but I'm not going to apologize for con- confronting an unfair issue. I'm just not going oh, to no. do that. I'm yeah. right there with you. Like I said, my... My, I don't have the bandwidth that I used to have for a lot of the conversations that I would, but there are still some that are necessary and that there are these kinds of conversations and I'm never going to back down from that. So I'm right there with you. I forgot to add on the whole, I am, I love being a strong black woman because yes, when the need arises, I'm there with, with bells on to be exactly. conversational. <laughs> exactly. I'm here for it. Exactly. Okay. So number 13, we are almost done. Let's see what number 13 is. I don't know why I said 14 reasons, but yeah. Oh my gosh, this one is for you, Natty. Bitter. 
<laughs> oh, great. That, oh, that's, that's great. <laughs> Wow, we really do. We really do get called all the stuff. We do, girl. I'm sure there are plenty more. (laughs) Oh Lord, we'll be out here being called everything but a child of God. Exactly. So, um, yeah, I will admit I've been I've been a virgin. I'm sure um, as bitter before, and maybe back then, you know, when I was in my 20s, I had a lot to be mad about. You know, just as Solange's song says, I got a lot to be mad about. So I probably had a lot to be bitter about, and yeah, I probably was bitter about it. I, what I would say to that is, you know what, having, having anger, even having unresolved anger, unresolved anger issues is part of being human. And when you have grown up and you've lived your entire life being, I would say, monitored in some way or another by your peers, by your teachers, by your coworkers, your boss, it becomes very easy, even second nature, to lock your emotions away so that you don't get into uh, trouble. And what happens when you lock your emotions away, stuff them down, don't deal with them, because you've got to maintain a semblance of, I'm fine, for everyone else's comfort, especially for the comfort of this. What ends up happening is those things that you push down, they do fester. And yeah, you become bitter. That's what festering, I mean, yeah. So what has happened Um, for me over the last few years is I've been learning slowly but surely to not keep those things stuffed down. And again, it's you're darned if you do, you're darned if you don't. Because again, I had a lot to be mad about. I still got a good amount to be mad about. So now that I'm not stuffing it down anymore and I'm actually saying what's going on, now then it's like, oh, you're too loud. You're too this. You're too that. You're too the other. And then when I stuff stuff away, and don't really deal with it, but you see the manifestation of the, the, the results of me stuffing it away, then I'm too bitter. So you know what? I'm just, I'm really not here for you and whatever you deem cor- the correct way of emoting at all. I'm just not here for it anymore. I'm going to, again, I, I think this is going to become a theme. I'm going to do me. <laughs> And I'm going to do what I need to do to take care of myself. And that means that there probably will be a lot of unresolved emotions coming up that I haven't dealt with yet because I pushed them away because I was in one way or another told that I needed to do that. And so, yeah, it might come off as bitter to you. And you know what? That's okay. And you'll live. We'll all live. It'll be fine. (laughs) So that's my answer to that. I don't know if I really put a positive spin on it, but it was an honest spin, I guess. So this is how we're going to, we're going to sum this one up. We are going to say, I love being a strong black woman because I am wise enough to honor, or I am wise enough to accept that perhaps I do have some unresolved issues, but I am wise enough to honor the process as well as the progress. Okay. Girl, How about that? You, yeah. There you go. That's it. All That's right. It. You're so good at this. <laughs> All right. The last one. <laughs> the last Ooh. one is what's the last one? It is emotionless. Oh my gosh. Wow. So you get, yeah, we got emotional. emotional. But, uh, also emotionless. Now, uh, now I'm emotionless. Oh you my can't have it both ways. Gosh, you can't have it both ways. <laughs> Let's be emotionless. Um, I don't 
don't like I don't think I'm necessarily emotionless and I don't think most black women are emotionless. I think we just know that there is a time and a place for everything. And we also know that it's, it's not always in our best interest to wear our emotions on our sleeves. So rather than giving in to letting everybody know what's going on with us, sometimes we appear emotionless. That's true. That's all I got. That's how I am anyway. So, wow. Um, I love being a strong Black woman because I have acquired the skills to maintain, regardless of what anyone else thinks about it. I know how to maintain. I know how to feel what I need to feel in a place that's safe for me to feel it. I love that. I love that. In a place that's safe for me to feel it. Yes, Natty. Go ahead on with the summarization, girl. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just trying to get on your level, okay? The summarization. I love it. I'm out here trying to be like you. (laughs) This was so much fun. Like, it was going to be that much fun. Like, well, this crap. So yeah, good. we need to probably do this like, you know, every now and then. Just every have now some and more then. Just, and- exactly. Yeah, that, it was so good. I thoroughly enjoy, enjoyed this. So anyway, we're going to get ready to wrap it up. We hope you guys had as much fun listening to this as we had. We're trying to come up with responses. <laughs> right. Like thinking on one's feet. Is right. There you go. Not easy. <laughs> Not easy at all. And we would like to challenge you to use some of these same labels and comments and see what you can come up with. Like we always say, head over to Twitter, tweet us at Shades of Strong with the hashtag Shades of Strong, or you can hop over to our Facebook page, look for this episode and comment below. How would you turn some of these phrases, labels, and comments into a positive spin? We want to hear what you have to say, right, Nettie? Yes, absolutely. We're, we're all ears. Absolutely. Well, guys, we're going to get ready to get out of here. Um, as always, we thank you guys for tuning in. It's been amazing. Nettie, you have been wonderful as usual. Well, likewise. <laughs> likewise. It's always a pleasure. Absolutely. All right, guys, we are out of here, and we will see you next week. Bye, y'all. Never did before. I'm different since you're not us. We're breaking the mold, discussing the code, talking about things we never did before.